My name is Jacques Cousteau, and I'm a reporter with the Bellhaven Times. I'm here with Poppy, who's currently going through her trials of womanhood. What happened in that last room, Poppy? Hi, Jacques, and thanks for having me. I entered the tree hole and was sent into some kind of trippy horror movie hallway. After clowning around in there for a bit, I eventually unlocked the exit and was transported to some kind of country village where people were talking to cows. Wow, sounds like the stakes are high. How do you expect this next door to go? They sure were, Jacques. I'm not sure how this one's gonna go, but judging by my last experience, I'm hoping it's not going to be utterly disappointing. Wow, Poppy, that's moving. I'm Jacques Cousteau, and I hope I didn't butcher this interview. Oh, Jacques. I'm so fucking cute, bitch. I'm so fucking cute. Attitude abusive. But I'm so fucking cute. Hello and welcome to a D&D channel. I'm your dangerous dungeon master Dominic doing a damn good job DMing today. And a quick fact about the clown from last episode. I don't know if you could tell, but uh, he was 100% DTF. Oh, I could definitely tell. Could you? Yeah. Did I, did I lay that on pretty obviously? Yeah, you laid it on pretty hard. <laughs> if he was to sleep with somebody in bed, what do you think that clown would have been into? Like, is he a butt eater? Or is he like some kind of weird, puts his fingers in your mouth uncomfortably too long kind of guy? <laughs> no, he's definitely the one who wants his butt to be eaten. Ew, no way. Oh, definitely. That's what you got from his vibe. 100%. <laughs> okay, that's not the vibes I thought I was throwing out there. <laughs> All right, do a fact about yourself. <laughs> Introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mel, and I'll be playing Poppy. A fun fact about Poppy is that her mother, Donnie, failed her womanhood test miserably. She did a horrible job. What made it even worse is that her grandmother, Lily, had the best time possible for the womanhood test. So the pressure is on. Hmm. Okay. Well, with that, we will start episode two. Poppy gets cocky. So Poppy, you just stepped into the next doorway and found yourself outside a large rural village and saw a man talking to a cow. The two are making their way to the town square where you see a large congregation of people has developed. A man with his baby in a stroller passed by as well. The man's looking at his baby and says, Look, Owen, we're gonna see a mayor delivering a, delivering a speech about cows. Yes, we are. Babies and cows, this world is perfect for me. Um, Poppy's going to also head towards the gathering and looking at all the people, checking them out, new environment, new cool shit. Yeah, so around you, you just see like, you know, rural town, you see a cheese shop and you know, those uh, cow butter pushers. A butter churner? Butter churner. <laughs> okay. You see just a large crowd developed around one guy who's standing above everybody on like one of those podiums, little tiny town square podiums. Wow, this must must be a uh, dairy-based society. We're more of a nut-based society, but that's okay. I can still get along with everyone equally. As you near the center square, you see a mass of people is gathered around a well-dressed man with another well-dressed cow. The man is saying, this is the cow who spoke to me. I, your mayor, am moved by the revelation that cows can speak. I would like to propose the banning of owning and consuming of beef from our town. 
However, I will not make this decision in haste on my own, for we are a community. We shall meet in the town hall on the morrow and decide as a group whether or not to ban beef. Please spread the word and tell them I, your mayor, Jesse Calloway, am leading this effort. And you see a crowd just like clapping and like really enjoying the mayor's presence. You can see that they have like a deep respect for this mayor. Wow. Um, a meat-based society that's transitioning over to um, a vegetarian society, I hope? Hmm, this seems like a good plan. A man next to you was like, yeah, that's right. This, uh, our mayor heard a cow speaking the other day. And apparently, this is what's happening. Howdy, stranger. Hello there. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me. This is also new to me. Um, you say that you're banning all beef? Are you um, getting rid of milk products as well? Because I really support that decision. Milk is really bad for your body. Well, uh, we, we really don't know. See, the town is uh, a bit split. We, we have a deep love for our mayor. But it seems like he really did hear a cow speaking. So we don't really know where to stand. This this town hall meeting tomorrow is going to be very uh, representative of the people. And we're all going to try and figure out what the hell to do about this whole cow thing. Because yeah. we all like beef. I'll say that right now. We like eating beef. It's well, um, you know, if you cook mushrooms in a proper way, they could have the same flavors that beef would have. And it even has a quick unami flavor as well that might... um. Uh, Compliment your palate even more than beef. Well, ma'am, stranger, I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm-hmm. This sounds good, not to be rude. Oh, it's delicious. But it doesn't seem like the best filler of protein. Um, you see, cow beef is lean and really good for a growing man. Um, actually, sir, um, red meat is really bad for you. It um attacks your heart and as well as your entire cardio system. So. Um, it's not really good for you. You see the as you say this to the guy, he's like looking through and he says, Ma'am, I like beef. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. You know what? Who am I to change your mind and by putting my opinion on you? So, um, I beg my pardon. Sorry. Well, uh, respect your opinion and I hope to see you at the town meeting tomorrow because I feel like you're going to have a good representation for the, the town meeting tomorrow. As you say this, the, the crowd kind of starts to disperse. Wow, so many people. This is all so cool. So people kind of start to spread out a little bit, and you hear, do you really think cows are talking now? Like, this is astounding. I can't believe this. And, like, people are just, you know, wow. I mean, I never would have thought cows are talking. I, the mayor is a legitimate dude. I mean, I believe him. And you hear other people saying, well, I, I like beef. I... I want to eat beef. What, what are we going to substitute for beef if we can't eat cows? You know, what, where does it stop? We're we going to stop churning butter? What, what the hell? In the distance, you hear, Huh, that that cow over there wasn't wasn't speaking. It was kind of just mooing. I wonder um, if it's only one cow that's speaking right now. Maybe I should uh, go check it out sometime. Uh, as the town slowly starts to disperse, you hear a baby start screaming loud as fuck. And a man says, Are you fucking kidding me? I'm gonna kill that motherfucking chicken. And a chicken is running in your direction, direction being angrily chased by the man uh, that passed by you with a baby stroller. And the chicken runs right in between your feet and hides behind your legs and nuzzles against your calf. And the man's like, Ma'am, I, I, hate, I, I hate to be a burden to you, 
But if you would please move aside, I'm gonna kill that fucking chicken. Um, I'll reach down and pick up the chicken and hold it in my the crook of my arm. It nuzzles into your armpit. Um, I I'm sorry, sir, but why are you trying to kill this um poor innocent animal? Ma'am, that chicken shit on my baby's face, and if you don't fucking get out of the way, I well I respect women, but I I. I, I want to kill that fucking chicken. Um, well, did the baby ask for it? Are you trying to make a joke about my baby getting shit in the face? No, sir, I was just trying to see it from the chicken's point of view. Kind of odd, isn't it? Actually, I heard that chicken poop's good for your skin. It might smell a bit weird, but if you rub it in, it could act as, like, a sunscreen and a moisture barrier and, um... And a nice perfume. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, for that one, roll a persuasion check. I'm gonna say if that's like a, a hard thing to bargain for. Totally so understand. Roll like an 18. <laughs> oh, that's you, really fucking. If hard. you beat an 18, you'll convince him that chicken shit's good for a baby. Ah, damn it, 16. Okay. Uh, I see that you're not very convinced, sir. Um. You know what? How about I deal with this chicken? Um, you can carry on your way. It looks like that baby needs some um, some excrement washed off his face ASAP. So I'll deal with the chicken. You deal with the baby. Okay. So you do see that the guy's pissed and you got through to him absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. For that one, roll a DC 10 persuasion. That's a legitimate... Oh, fuck. Four. Okay. First of all... I'm not believing any hippy-dippy bullshit about chicken shit being good for my newborn baby's face. That's fucking ridiculous. But as for dealing with the chicken, I, I personally would like to deal with that that chicken. I, I, I'm looking forward to having some chicken wings for my family. We're going to eat that little motherfucker up. Um, this chicken looks sick, actually. I don't think you'd want to eat it. It looks like it's quite under the... The feather, I mean, weather. As you say that, the chicken coughs as much as a chicken can and goes, <laughs> See? Aw, that poor chicken, it probably tastes like, like, like chicken poop. Roll a DC 10 deception with advantage to see if you can trick the man into thinking that the chicken's sick. 16? Okay. So the man looks at the chicken and looks at you and he says, uh, my, oh, you know what? There's no way I'm feeding... Uh, I'm not feeding sick chicken to my people. And uh, I, I'm just going to take your word because even if you don't deal with that chicken, I have a feeling that that chicken's going to die. I, you, that chicken just coughed and <laughs> I've never seen a chicken cough in my entire life. I think you're right, sir. It seems like it might have a um, avian flu of a sort. Since it was pooping on your child, it might have like a, a stomach distress. You know? You see he gets like a little bit more worried and he's like, oh, you know what? My anger for this chicken ain't as much as high as it is now for the care of my baby. I'm gonna go home and wash my baby immediately. And he... You're a good father! He turns off and runs after his baby to clean what he thinks might be sick chicken shit from Owen's face. Oh, baby Owen. <laughs> Alrighty, Miss Chicken, what are we gonna do with you? Nice acting, by the way. That was pretty impressive. I know you probably can't really understand me or talk to me like cows seem to do in this village now, but, like, good on ya. The chicken's head looks at you and then cocks sideways and says, 
Excuse me, madam. I would like to salute you for your bravery. My name is Nigel, and yes, I am a talking chicken. It's a pleasure to meet you, Nigel. If you would please hold back any restraint you have, because I cannot blow my cover. You'll see, I am the talking chicken, and the town does not know and I am talking chicken. We've been keeping it a secret, but shh, we cannot discuss this here. Please, just keep all, uh, I'm sure That's you- That's a pretty flower over there, I'm gonna go touch it. Fantastic. I'm sure you've never seen a talking chicken before in your life. Wow, the clouds are looking great today. Keep this up. This is very good. Very good. Keep keep noticing the, wow. the surrounding. Wow, uh, that person has brown hair. Everyone in my village seems to have a bunch of different colors. So, keep this going. I just would like to say that I'm so grateful that you just saved me from that man. Although, I will say it was fucking hilarious to see the baby shit on his face. But, please, let me go. I'm going to walk in front of you. Follow me to my chicken coop. We have much to discuss. So you put the chicken down, though? No, I was going to walk with the chicken. But yeah, you put him down, though. You were holding him in your arms. Yeah, I wasn't going to. I was going to keep holding him. <laughs> so you don't... So the, the chicken said... Okay, so you, you hold the chicken. He goes, uh, uh, you don't have to drop me. I guess that's okay. But uh, if just... I guess I'm going to have to stop talking as I want lots of people around. So I'm going to point my head in a direction and you walk in the direction of my beak. Never been directed by a chicken before. Yes, this will be a first for me too. I have never talked to a human before instead of uh, anything less than just uh, pranks. I guess we are going to have a interaction here and so just follow the direction of Untopik. Alright, well I, I guess I'm just gonna go over in this direction. He leads you like north. And he... I keep checking the chicken that's tucked under my arm. <laughs> And also, he called you a human, as that is not true. You are a fairy. I would like to apologize for calling you a human. Is I see that you are a fairy. Thank you for apologizing. That really irked me. It honestly kind of hurt my feelings. But I'm, I'm so I was going to let it slide because um, your little joke on the, on the man's baby was kind of funny. Oh, that's fucking incredible. Uh, you are you're going to love messing around with the fellow chickens if you accept some stuff that we need to talk to about, but... Of course! Fantastic. No, no harm, no foul! Oh, that was... That was very good. I'm so very impressed. <laughs> oh, over this way, you say? Yes, okay, keep... I mean, keep oh, over this way is a cool acorn that I saw earlier. You see, a, like, a blue-collar farmer man walk by, and he's like, oh, guess fairy girl, um... Don't see too many acorns in her days. Well, guess, okay. I'll just keep walking. As you're walking to the coop, you pass various bystanders where Nigel clearly puts on like a scared chicken act, you know, like kind of like a like his lead kind of changes here and there. Uh, he then, after a little bit of walking, refuses to talk or make eye contact and just purely directs you with his beak. Uh, before you, after a bit of walking, you see a large, forty-foot tall chicken coop barn. It is the most luxurious chicken coop you've ever seen in your life. There's like balconies on all the windows and bags of feed for weeks. It clearly is a chicken coop made for like the fucking chickens. Oh my lunas, this is ridiculous. Yes, see, we take much pride in the chicken coop. We love the chicken coop. We live in the chicken coop but firstly before we enter i would like to warn you to keep a close eye on the shiny bracelet on 
wrist. And he motions towards a bracelet on your right wrist that's very unfamiliar to you. Uh, how did this get here? Uh, I haven't seen this before. Have you? Uh, I see it on your wrist. Uh, as soon as I saw you, save me from that angry man with Aunt Baby who had shit on his face. <laughs> I believe his name was Owen. Uh, that baby I shit on his face is fucking great. Uh, but I saw the bracelet on your wrist, and uh, yeah, I I thought it was huh. wonderful. I guess it is a a pretty bracelet. As you look at it, it's a gold bracelet, and on the gold bracelet. There's three hearts, and two of them are filled in, and one of them is hollow. Uh, that's odd decoration. I would have gone filled in, not filled in, filled in, or not filled in, filled in, not filled in. For a pattern, you know? Hmm. Uh, yes. This, uh, well, who knows, you know? Uh, maybe it's got some kind of importance to your uh, being. <laughs> oh, you might be right there. Oh, um, I didn't catch your name. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, we Nigel. Def- yes. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It slipped my mind. I must have been staring yes. at that pretty cloud was, that was out there earlier. My name is Nigel. Uh, I did not get your name, madame. May I have your name as well? Hi, I'm Poppy. Poppy, this is very good name. I very much enjoy this name. You, I think we are going to be fantastic friends. I agree. Thank you for pointing out everything that's awesome about me, including my brand new bracelet, which... Um, Keep an eye on it. Uh, is it chickens? Uh, as we enter, we are very much pranksters. We chickens love pranks. This is this is what we live for. We we own pranks. It's, this is our thing. All right, I'll hold it tight then. Thank you for the warning. Okay, let's let us go in. <clears throat> as you enter inside, it is an it is completely empty. No chickens except Nigel. And Nigel says, "Nabada, we have quite a complicated issue here in our town." And me and the other chickens could seriously use one's help. You'll see, this town, people think that the cows are intelligent, but they are wrong. You'll see, we have one of our guys, a fellow chicken, he's hiding in here somewhere. Uh, a fellow chicken hid behind a cow and made quite a tasteful joke to the human standing near the cow. Is it by any chance, um, the cow that spoke to the mayor? He looks down at his, like, uh, talons, and he's like, Yes, he made the joke to the mayor. I gotta say, that's pretty good. If you like that, wait till you hear the joke. And he says, Frederick, come out here and tell her your good joke. And a chicken pokes his head out, and he, like, kind of looks unfamiliar with, like, this whole thing, and he says, Are you sir? I don't know if uh, the human's good. Okay, the, the fairy's good. Okay, I'm coming. And he like flutters down in front of you and lands and he goes, Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow. <laughs> oh, he got me. You'll see the mass on that this was a cow. <laughs> okay, go back, Frederick. I must talk to her. Wow, if you guys really chose a moment to reveal yourselves, you did it perfectly. <laughs> the man, he spells for it, hook, line, sinker. May I say, that was excellent. <laughs> now, a quick question. If if the mayor caught the joke, has someone been standing in, talking behind cows, giving the mayor information? 
see, this is important. The chickens know when to stop on the jokes. Mm-hmm. The chickens have chilled out, I think, and me and the other chickens have analyzed that the humans here aren't the smartest humans in the batch. You'll see, I think that they have, uh, as you will say, a placebo effect, and they keep talking to the cows, and now they just think that the cows, they blame random good stuff happening in the town on the cows when it's really just, you know, they're talking to the cows. So, Butterscotch doesn't actually have good business information? He looks at you and is like, are you fucking kidding me kind of look, and he's like, no, Butterscotch is normal dairy cow. It's normal cow. We are actually the intelligent ones. As you can see, I'm the talking chicken. And, uh, well, let, let me just get back to the topic real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's see, we have something to discuss, okay? Uh, so, we tricked the humans with a tasteful prank. Yes, okay. Uh, and nevertheless, this beef ban that they are proposing at the town hall meeting is a direct link to the downfall of that chicken community. See, banning beef means upping poultry consumption. This is one's bad. Our way of life will be gone. Poppy, we need you to help us convince the townsfolk to continue the beef consumption. That way we can continue our way of uh, life. This is would be very beneficial for us. We need you to go to town hall meeting. Of course, I make it my personal interest as an environmentalist to go around and convincing everyone to save the environment as well as convert themselves to a lesser meat-based diet and more plants. This is a good, very noble, very noble, but we just need to make, I need to make sure that you are aware we cannot have them not eating no meats at all. We need to have them continue eating the beef. Why? Unless you can convince them to not eat meat in general, they are going to eat the chickens. And we, the chickens, are going to take a hard punishment. So I understand that you have this need for the naturalist community, but you need to understand that if you fail on getting them to eat no meat at all, then they're not going to eat the cow, and they're going to eat nothing but their own chicken. And then our community will be detrimented. Well, um... Just so you know. You guys are asking for help, and I feel obligated to help you. You seem like nice people, so, um, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll try. Um, did you know that tofu is a good source of protein, though? Um, you guys should really try it. I'm sure you, you personally, Nigel, would like it. We, the chickens, are the biggest fan of insects. Insects are more delicious. We love the insects. Soybeans! Delicious! Legumes? Oh yeah! Yes, I guess we will try the soybeans. We'll, we'll give it a shot, uh, sure. You like them? They're a nitrogen-based plant. Anyways, Poppy, watch this. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Nigel. Um, I don't mean to keep holding you. I'll, I'll put you down on the ground for, for your freedom to be um, had once again. Thank you, Poppy. I was actually waiting for you to do that. But, you know, your embrace, not so bad. And Nigel screams out loud, My comrades, you should hear what she just said. I'm sure you did. But she says yes. You may come out and reveal yourselves. And as he says that, you just hear massive 
I'm absolutely everywhere. And chickens pour out of the coop from all directions and all hiding spots. Hundreds of chickens just pour out. You see feathers raining on you like confetti as chickens start to rejoice and you just hear multitudes of chickens. She said yes! Oh my god, this is so good. We have a fighting chance for our community. Let's us party like it's crazy time once more. Oh, I've never seen this many chickens in my life. This is the happiest day I've ever had. This is incredible. We're going to party. This is incredible. We're going to party so hard. Oh, may I join the festivities? Hands, bring Poppy the plate. Two large hens come out from like one of those swinging barn doors in lingerie. They approach you holding a plate between both of the two chickens, the two hens' beaks with wooden cups of wine in it, surrounded by stolen fruits from around town, like various breads and bits of sausage. And one of the hens puts her side of the plate down with the other hen, and she says, Ma'am, please indulge in some cuisine as we party in celebration and conserving our future. We'd be honored if you celebrated with us. You may sleep in the hay pile in the corner tonight if you wish. She motions over to a large, fluffy hay pile in the corner. They have a pillow that they clearly stole from like some kid's bedroom, possibly Owen's. It's luxurious. It's got a shelf on one point. It's got candle lights stuck up to where it looks like borderline romantic. So you may sleep in the hay pile if you like, but please indulge yourselves in the cuisines that we have in the plate. And you shall party with the chickens as if it was the last night of your life. Oh, why thank you. Party, poppy, party, <laughs> as Nigel screams. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and he, he motions at the plate of food for you to take and a, a glass of wine if you so wish. Um, I'm not quite the right age yet. I haven't passed my womanhood trials, so I'm not going to indulge in the wine. But thank you for the offering. Um, I'll have the fruits and bread, thank you. Well, if there's any other drinks that you so wish is to want to consume, let us know and the hens will go out in most haste and get you a drink. Well... Like trees, my favorite drink is root beer. She said root beer hens, so you should go get her the root beer now. And the hens are like, oh, and they like hurry up. They get off their lingerie and they run out the door to go get you your root beer. Aw, what sweet hens. Oh, they will do absolutely anything you to ask. I mean anything. Anything? If it gets crazy tonight. I'm gonna let you see something with the hens that you have never seen before. And I mean, it's spectacular. Well, I'm quite young, so there's a lot that I haven't seen before. Oh, you will learn tonight, Poppy. You are going to learn tonight. <laughs> Thank you for, for everything, Nigel. I really appreciate the accommodations. So, you, you look around and see, like, partying chickens, like, light, celebratory drinking... Uh, is there anything, like, in general that you would imagine you'd be doing as chickens party around you in a coop? Yeah, um, I, I'll probably be finding my own little group of chickens and throwing, um, like, grapes or bits of bread to them. And they'll, like, catch in the airs and do flips Okay, and stuff. cool, cool. <laughs> uh, let's go into that moment real quick. <laughs> okay. So, that goes on for a bit. You throw grapes into chickens' mouths and stuff. <laughs> the chicken's, uh, looking at you and he goes... Oh, Poppy, throw me the grape. I, I can't wait to get to the grape that you throw into my beak. Alrighty, this is going to be a high one. Boop. And he, like, flutters up and, <laughs> and like, nails the grape out of the air and, like, grabs it. 
Wow, your agility is astonishing. Why don't you hold the grape outs in the hand, and I'll swing by with my wings super fast to grab it. Alrighty, let's give it a go. And I'll hold up my hand with the grape in it. Which hand you hold out? Um, my right hand. Your right hand. Okay. Uh, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> which one is the one the bracelet's on? <laughs> my left hand. Okay. The chicken flies in front of you, lands on your hand, and flutters and, like, grabs the grape. Roll a perception check. Let's say be a D13. A 15. So as the chicken's fluttering in your hand, you see the other chicken that was grabbing for grapes with you attempt to steal the bracelet from your wrist. Is there anything you say? Hey, I know it's shiny and it's very alluring and- Oh, sorry, sorry. I'd like you to keep in mind that there are two people in this situation, you and me, and you have to consider my feelings as well. I like the bracelet, you like the bracelet, yes, but the yes, bracelet's yes. mine. I understand why you were saying this, Poppy, but you must also understand that some of the heads here are very picky. I just wanted to attempt to try to get some of the heads' attention. If I would have stole your bracelets, maybe I could have got to do that hand, and maybe I could have got to, you know, some uh, chicken fun, you know? Um, well, I know you guys are mischievous at heart, but maybe you should find a different way to woo the women um, other than morally corrupting yourself. Well, morally... Thievery is bad. Yes, yes, morally, yes, we understand. But, you know, it's not so much as stealing it for, you know, the art of stealing and value. It's the art of, haha, I just stole the bracelets from the fairy girl. This is such a good prank. Uh, the girls are gonna love the pranks. This is, this is good, you know, the pranks. We love the pranks. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. But pranks are only good if it doesn't hurt someone. Yes, but I don't know if... Stealing your bracelets would hurt you so much is, you know, maybe you want to attach to the bracelets. So like, uh, Nigel, he shit on the baby's face. This is good. This is, didn't hurt the baby. But, you know, the, the dad, he's, he didn't like it so much. But he fucked the dad. Well, you raise a good point. But again, that didn't hurt anyone. It may have um, upset their feelings, but it didn't personally hurt them. Stealing a bracelet is not only damaging my trust for you, but your own moral code. Roll a DC 15 persuasion check for this chicken. You're going in on it. 17. <laughs> okay, is it? Okay, Poppy, you, you know what? I understand. The other chickens, I don't think that they're gonna be so understanding with thievery, but you know, my, my mindset's a little bit changed. I'm not going to do as much stealing, okay? This, you, you got through to my chicken. Thank you. Um, you I, my, my I hope chicken. we can improve together. Yes, this is good. Um, and so I'll as your his little tuff of of cock feathers a pat. They as he wishes by. <laughs> they they fluff. You know, he like like goosebumps for a chicken. <laughs> So the ambience of the room quickly goes from like a celebratory vibe to out of hand quickly. Uh, Nigel comes up and nuzzles up against your ankle, and a few chickens with balding feathers, uh, balding feather spots, start to pass out golden cow patty mushrooms. Some hens in the corners are reinserting eggs into their cloacas, and Nigel's like, "Look, Poppy, look, these are the. This is the thing I told you about. The chickens, the hens over there. See those eggs? They come out of the hen." 
but the eggs are going back into the hen's hole, the cloaca. This isn't supposed to happen, but the hens, they're so good at reinserting the eggs into the cloaca. It's incredible. Look at it. So the cloaca stretch. Oh my god. Um, Nigel, um, I have a, a question for you about that. Yes. Um, would that help with incubation? Do you think I should start um, influencing the chickens at my place to um, start reinserting the eggs into their cloaca? So then maybe the eggs will hatch faster then, right? He looks you dead in the eye and he goes, Poppy, you stick something in that hole, nothing but good stuff will happen. You know, that sounds a lot like the dreamy magical tree hole that I stepped into. See? You step into the hole. You put something in the hole. This is what this thing, this, these things like. This is this is nothing but good. You throw good vibes into the universe. You stick stuff in holes. The holes speak back with good vibes. Oh, you raise a really, really good point. Um, I'm going to take that to heart and I'm going to, you know, uh, make a mental note on that. So after you got over the shock and conversation of seeing hens sticking eggs into their cloacas, you see other chickens in the corner pull out razor blades and start attaching them to their claws. Nigel looks back at you and says, Poppy, we are about to have a celebratory cockfight. Uh, we wish to have you participate. Please pick a willing chicken to represent you in battle. And he waves his wing over in the direction of four chickens staring at you with their eyes strongly narrowed onto you like soldiers ready for battle. Um, I'm sorry, Nigel, but I can't condone No, this. no, no, Poppy. You you aren't listening. You need to listen to some points here, okay? Let's, um, 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 Nigel, let me stop you right there. Poppy. Um, I'm actually a pacifist. I'll only fight if I have to. This isn't... Th these chickens are not being forced to fight. Do you like sports? I'm not talking about being forced. I'm talking about watching. Do I'm you, not a fan of violence. Do you like sports, Poppy? No, I don't. <laughs> Poppy, you are an honorary guest, okay? Just hear me out for a second. You are an honorary guest. See, this is the process of life here in the chicken coop. It's four chickens fight. Three chickens die. Those chickens are sacrificed to the humans. Humans will come in here and they will pick a random chicken on to take back to kitchen and they will kill a random chicken. You don't want Nigel to go to go get chicken fried and get eaten by Owen? Um, let me stop you right there, Nigel. I value your life just as much as I value each and every one of these chickens' lives. Um, there's no superiority complex here, right, Nigel? No chicken here thinks that they are superior. We are survival of the fittest. Four chickens go in, one chicken comes out. That chicken lives on to be the strong chicken and mates with the hens. That creates the strong population of chickens here. You might not even know it, but back in your fairy village, this is happening there. Um, actually, we're all vegan. It doesn't matter. See, what, it does, sir, because what, we only use our chickens for pest control. We don't mm, even touch their eggs. This is not about chickens. This is about the life, Poppy. Your parents, however they met, they were picked through natural through survival of the fittest. So your mom must have seen your father and saw something incredible in him, like a good fighter or a good talker. And I'm telling you, that these chickens are living to be good fighters. They were born to it, they love it, and they need it. You just need to honor them, and they will be so happy. Um, Hon I in no means am willing to overstep the boundary and tell you not to continue in your tradition, 
But I would just like to put in my two cents that by doing this, you're condoning the humans to eating the chickens. And wouldn't that just go against what you're trying to stop and that's the massive decimation of the population of chickens? No, because they're gonna eat the chickens no matter what. So we need to sacrifice a few chickens and we are all okay with this. We can go on with the cycle of life of pranking the humans and partying like animals. You'll Hear see. me out. What if you all pretended to be sick again? Then they would probably put us all down because who wants a batch of ch sick chickens? This isn't, it doesn't work that easy, Poppy. I guess I, not, I, but at least we'll put it off for a day until the court case comes around, and then maybe we can convince them not to eat you. Poppy, have you been eating some of the cow patties past the mushrooms on the cow patties? No. Okay, just curious. So, anyways, I would like to introduce you to the fighting chickens. Uh, <laughs> and he, he points his feather, and he, chicken, he says, chicken number one. I introduce you to Pollo Loco. He's a mad poultry matching, claw thrashing, killing machine. He's the best offensive fighter in the land. And he points to a big chicken with golden uh, rooster cluckers on his back. And he's got razors on his claws. I don't condone this. This is okay, Poppy. I'm just introducing you to the fighters. They are going to be honored to see the woman that's going to help us with the, the community debate, okay? So anyways, chicken number two. This is Tank Evans. He is an island bird raised on big waves and an even bigger body of a tough feather who can weather the damage. And he shows a chicken that's like, you know, oh. a fucking giant white chicken with a giant red stock. And he's just a buff chicken. He's like the tank of chickens. That's a pretty uh, uh, handsome rooster if I do say so myself. Yes, this is F. Fine, fine, Bruce. Is this the one you might want to pick on? Anyway, chicken three. This is where it gets crazy. You'll see we are a non-sexist community. Let me introduce you to Abraham Lincoln. Her beak was replaced with a wooden knife shaped like a beak, capable of chopping down trees and foes. I thought you said the purpose of this was for the winner to come out and mate. Yes. The women will be mated with the best fighter as well. But what if... The men are good fighters. The women are good fighters. Okay. Two good fighters create one superior fighting baby. This is how evolution works, Poppy. Okay. Chicken number four. This is one of my personal favorites. This is Anahan Eggwalker. A young fighter with more natural talent. And this is her legendary coach next to her that guides her to battle. Obi-Hen Kenobi. Yeah. There's, two, there's, there's two hands, one hand's flapping her feathers in the face of, of Oba Hen, uh, of uh, Anna Hen Eggwalker. <laughs> well, fuck, now I gotta, now I gotta. Poppy, after you meet the fighters, are you sure you don't want to pick a fighter to help in battle? You don't want to help our community live and prosper? I do, I really do. But this is so contradictory to my to my feelings. <laughs> the one that you pick will probably have advantage in fights because it's gonna be so so stoked that the winner that the the speaker at the community tomorrow is gonna be supporting them in the fight. So you pick that fighter, and I promise you that that fighter is gonna have a better chance in battle. Pollo Loco, Tank Evans, Abraham Lincoln, or Anahan Eggwalker. You pick Poppy. Uh, well... 
which one's your favorite winner? This is not up to me. This is up to you, Poppy. You pick the chicken or hen. But you as a society must um, rely more so on one than the other. If it was up to me, I'd just let them all fight, and my favorite's going to be the winner. Well, that's You a... pick. You pick, Poppy. into the air extremely <laughs> stoked and the other chickens aren't even that pissed they just their eyes beeline back to their enemies and they're just ready for fight this is what they're born and bred to do they're not upset with that you're not picking them they're just ready for battle i'm upset with me not picking them well okay so what's gonna happen here the chickens are going as you as you pick anahen egg walker they move into a little chicken ring as all the chickens in the coop gather around. So what I'm gonna have you do is ro roll 4d6 and you're gonna eliminate the lowest number until there's a winner. Each one's gonna represent a chicken. So roll 1d6 and that's gonna represent chicken one. Two. Okay, now that was Pollo Loco. He rolled the two. Now roll the next one for Tank Evans. Five. Okay, so Tank Evans so far is beating Pollo Loco. Roll number three for a a a Abraham Lincoln. Three. And now roll for chicken number four, Anahan Eggwalker, and roll twice because she has inspiration that you picked her. One. Two. Oh no. So as you look in the battle, Okay, so as the fight begins, Pollo Loco jumps into the air with his razor-sharp talons and razor blades and goes straight after Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln returns with a roundhouse kick right into Pollo Loco's neck and splits his head right off. Abraham Lincoln then looks at Anahan Eggwalker. Anahan Eggwalker goes straight after Abraham. They both meet in the air with two talons colliding at the same time. They, for a moment, get stuck together. And then Tank Evan sees his time to shine. Tank Evan flies in the air and comes down with a vengeance with each claw landing on both of their heads at once and just smashes them into the ground. So as Tank Evans comes down with his two claws and smashes the heads of both the other chickens, the crowd goes fucking crazy. You hear, Absolute from every corner, five times over. Uh, feathers come down like confetti. And then the two hens with lingerie come from out. Tank Evans, the giant buff chicken that he is, the island poultry boy that he is, puts his wings in the air. And two hens come and nuzzle up underneath him. You, you see him walking away with the hens to his uh, balcony chicken coop area. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, I, I get you. What's winning without the losers? Yeah, uh, Shaniqua, Tiffany. Let's go. Tank needs fuel. <laughs> As they leave into their chicken balcony. And then uh, at that moment, the two other hens come back with your root beer and they hand you it over on a plate. And Nigel looks at you as you are now holding your root beer. And he says, uh, so Bobby, you have your root beer? Your fighter didn't win, this is okay. But please, drink up. 
and enjoy the rest of the night. I'm sorry if this went on in a way you didn't find favorable, but I assure you, this is the way of our community. This is good for us. I respect your traditions. They're just not for me. Okay. Well, please take this root beer, drink up, and try to relax and have a good time still. I'm sorry if this isn't what you uh, anticipated or liked, okay? Thank you, Nigel, for the refreshments. Uh, I really appreciate all of um, all of your uh, kind courtesy. As you say that, a hen comes over and hands Nigel his own wine glass, and he flutters up in the air, and he, and he goes, uh, Cheers, Poppy. Let us drink to celebration. And he clinks his glass against yours and starts drinking. Cheers. Start drinking? Sure. Okay, yeah, right? Makes sense. Yep. So as you drink your root beer and Tank Evan goes into the uh, his own chicken coop, you hear aggressive wing flapping and body smacking of chickens, like having a fucking heyday. Got it. And the night goes on. And as you're enjoying your party night, your vision slowly starts to blur out. You know, I figured, and I wasn't going to have her drink the root beer, uh, but... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> As you're enjoying your night, your vision slowly starts to blur out, but you feel not in the least bit tired. You become dizzier and dizzier until the entire room starts to spin. Within seconds, you're staring at the ceiling from the ground. Nigel puts his head right in front of your face and he says, Boys, I think Poppy is ready for some real action tonight. When they all start crowding over you and they're all looking you dead in the eyes and then you completely black out. Okay. Your vision dips in and out and you see yourself walking behind four chickens. One of them, including Nigel. And then blackness again. You come back in time to see all the chickens pounding on the on the mayor's door with their beaks and then quickly flying away as you stand there in confusion in the doorway. What do you do? I'll, I'll duck into the bush that's next to the door. Okay, so as you duck into the bush next to the door, you hide in it just in time to see the mayor open the door. Who's there knocking at my door at this that horrible time of hour? Roll a uh, DC 15, say a dexterity saving throw. 21. Holy shit. Okay, so as you're hiding in the bush, Mayor Jesse Kalanick, Calloway looks directly at you in the bush, but sees nothing. A, a fairy in a bush is like... This, a fairy in a bush? Yeah, <laughs> this is a fairy in the bush. You're perfectly in your spot. He looks directly at you and he goes, Well, God damn it, I swear to God, if these... Hoodlums keep knocking at my door all week again. I'm gonna throw a fit. God damn it. And he leaves back inside and you hear his door slam. And then you black out again. <laughs> okay. Whatever they gave you, fucking you up. Mm-hmm. I see. You start to w- awake again, walking through town. This time, you're atop of a bridge. Your pants are down and you're squatting over the edge. Nigel says, Do it now, Poppy. Release your bowels. And the three chickens to your right all squirt liquid down the bridge. Do you join them? Question. Do I have to go to the bathroom at this point in time? You can't. Yeah, I think you'd be able to do something here. If you really needed to. Roll a d20 if you are going to do it to see how well you perform. If you so wish. So the way you're coming to is you're on some kind of old stony bridge and there's a pathway underneath. And the three chickens are evacuating the bowels over the bridge. And they're saying, Poppy, evacuate your bowels now. Huh? Where am I? Poppy, you haven't much time. You must do it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go pee. Okay. 
Roll Not a pooper. Roll a d20, a performance check to see how much you do. Three. Okay, you managed to... Yep, three. You managed to give out a little sprinkle, though. <laughs> a little trickle. <laughs> so is the chickens squirt from their cloacas on a traveling wagon filled with sick orphans being transported <laughs> to a neighboring village? You hear, Ew, what the hell was that? And you hear a, a mother orphan go, Oh, Billy, close your mouth. Ew, there's a bunch of animals. You're sticking... Oh, no, what are we going to do? We're going to have to give you guys all baths today. I'm sorry. Oh, yo, behind my shoulder. It's good for your skin! Who said that? Oh, and I'll duck down below the bridgeway. As you duck down below the bridgeway, you start to black out again. <laughs> as you start to awake as per before, as the same ways, you see the chickens dragging a body bag as you follow behind Nigel and the other chickens. And they are in a panic saying, Fuck, 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 fuck. I knew dosing the priest was a bad idea. How do we dispose of the body? I don't know. Poppy, you want this too? You helped. What do we do? Whoa, whoa, Nigel. Uh, 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 the body, the priest, he's dead. I don't know what to do. What we happened? All, he, we all dosed him. This is a community wine. We put the drugs in the wine and with the pranks. We go too far. The priest, he's gone. Oh my God, what do we do? You killed the priest? We killed the priest, Poppy. We killed the priest. I didn't drug him. You, are you, we saw you. We saw you drug you him. You drugged me. Yes, but this is the party. I'm a victim here. Yes, but you are in it. We are in it together. We are in this together. We must fix this together. It doesn't matter. When they see us, they're going to think the same way about everything. I think you're misconstruing my means of helping you. What do we do about the human child? What do we do, Poppy? What do we do about the priest? Feed him to the pigs. My God, she is brilliant. <laughs> and you black out again once more. <laughs> And at this time, when you black out, you feel a full-on relief over you. You know, this is this is the final time you blacked out. This oh, is okay. like, yeah, you're you're awake. No, now you're just you're in a full sleep. You're getting oh, relaxing okay. now. So you awake the next morning later than you've ever slept in before. It's mid-afternoon, and Nigel is hastily pecking your forehead, saying, "Poppy, wake up." Poppy, wake up! We are going to be late for the town hall meeting. Oh, Nigel. Uh, I had some weird dreams last night. Poppy, they were not dreams. We had a rambunctious, fantastic night of partying that you will never forget in your life. It was fantastic. Oh, my music. It was real? Poppy, it was fun. You experienced the life of the chicken. This is this was incredible. The priest! Yes, he is now pig shit, Poppy. It's okay. He was a bad priest. It's okay. Was he a bad priest? Yes. What exactly did he do? Do you really want to know what the priest did? If I can live with myself, then yeah. This priest, he did the things that no priest should ever do. He was touching the kids, Poppy. The priest was touching the kids. Baby goats, Poppy. Just baby goats. Uh, not the baby goats. Yes, he was touching them inappropriately in the genitals, Poppy. That could have traumatized them for their entire lives. Yes, see, we the chickens, we love pranks, but we only do it when they deserve it. Owen, he cries too much. 
He cries too much, Poppy. He deserves the chicken shit in his face. Well, I don't think that necessarily deserves punishment. It's Poppy, we're going to be late, Poppy. Oh, I'm sorry, Nigel. <laughs> we need to go to the town hall meeting, the town Poppy. Hall, the town hall! Yes, we almost late. Oh, let's go. Okay. Good interaction. <laughs> so as you're leaving the barn, the majority of chickens are completely unconscious in the coop. Some are sleeping with their heads inches away from a deep bowl of drinking water, while others are piled on top of each other in a corner. The teen chickens are running around, writing on everyone's faces with ink pens and giggling. <laughs> I, as, um, as we're exiting, I see one near the door, and I quickly grab the pen from the uh, chicken, and I draw just a giant dick across its forehead. Oh. <laughs> as you're leaving, Nigel is like, Yes, Poppy, yes. <laughs> you get it because he's a cop? I love it because in the face of danger, even you participate in the pranks. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're leaving the barn, you go through town, you walk through town, Nigel guides you along with a slight grin in his beak. You see traces of mayhem through the city, streets graffitied with paint. You see various profanities and genitals painted on homes. You look down an alleyway and see a tag saying, Fuck cows. Jesus. Uh, not telling you what, but roll a perception check. Ten. Okay. Uh, you see a, a nice tag. Yeah, it's a good tag that says fuck cows. That's it. This is a nice tag down the alleyway. It says fuck cows. Uh, a passerby stops and sees the sign and says, God damn. Looks at you and he says, uh, those damn bandits, they haven't caused this much mayhem in weeks. And he sighs and shakes his head. And at the same time, Nigel makes... As he's like kind of laughing a little bit to himself, it's like a chicken laugh. Like, um, excuse me, sir. Don't you think that maybe the reason that the bandits have striked is because your community is putting down people in harsh times? Don't you think you could benefit everyone by making sure even the little people are cared for so that nobody reacts to, you know, by like lashing out and and ta tagging things and like you know. Ma'am? Yeah? Uh, I'm pretty sure our town's pretty nice to people. We we got a, a family of cows that we're raising in our backyard that we're treating like humans right now. What do you mean? So you're going to go on judging your community based off of the best treated person? Don't you think that's a little bit unfair? He like stares right through you and he's like, You're one of those people that's going to vote against the beef, aren't you? Excuse me, sir, but I don't have any beef with the beef. Well, I, then you're voting for the beef. I'm going to vote in the way that saves the most amount of lives possible. So you're voting against the beef. That's what I'm getting from Technically, this. Technically, I'm voting for the beef. Ma'am, you're confusing me. <laughs> and that's my goal. Let's go. I guess I'll see you at the town hall meeting. And he like... <laughs> hastily walks away from you and Nigel's like ar, 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 ar. <laughs> evens with the face of Russ as always you are fucking with the townspeople Poppy we fit in so well together <laughs> you fuck am I gonna marry a chicken <laughs> <laughs> you fuck with the townspeople so well Bobby this is so good you're so well you're so good at this let's, but quickly we, we must continue this a town hall meeting of course of course let's save those people so Nigel guides you to the town hall. It's a, a bit larger building than you were expecting. 
the town's hastily gathered inside. It's just like a, a big log cabin kind of structure. You know, it's a okay. this is a rural town. Everything's basically built with wood. You know, kind of like a just a big log town hall. Okay. Inside is a, a bunch of poorly, hastily made cow sculptures placed in front of the windows. Long benches or pews are placed to see everyone in rows. And in the back of the building is a podium overlooking the crowd. And you see Jesse Calloway making his way up to the top. And a crowd is gathered and just all paying attention and eagerly awaiting for what he has to say. Quick, Nigel, let's grab a seat in the front. Yes, yes, let's go. Roll a dexterity check to see how well you, you get a seat. Yeah, let's do athletics. Or sleight of hand, you pick. Sleight of hand. Mm, Twelve. Okay. So you see a, a family eyeballing a seat, and they both look at you, and your like peripherals meet kind of thing, but no one has you know, the audacity to look straight at you. But you rush forward as you're a fairy, and you, you, you're able to get to, like, a third seat near the front out of, like, ten rows. Okay. So you, you got a good seat, but not front row seat. All right. What a good spot. Perfect to see the reactions of the people behind us and hear the reactions of the mm. people behind us. Yes, yes. Nizel's whispering at this point. He's like, yes, yes. We can, we can get good reactions. I, I would like to say you you snakes, that lady, to get to the seats very well, very well, Poppy. They had no chance of beating you here. I wouldn't have called it snake. Oh, I saw of... her. She was looking at the seat first, and you were beamed right in for Well, it. why didn't you tell me? I would have given them it. No, Poppy, this is good. This is good. It's snake in the seats. This is funny. This is what people don't like, but it's what we like. The chickens. These uh, Fuck the humans. Fuck the humans. I, I mean, I agree with you. Yes, humans yes. are very destructive. They, they saying, seem to um, um, completely obliterate anything in their pathway, no matter the cause on the resources. <laughs> exactly, Poppy. And he, like, really wants to say it louder, but he's like, you know. <laughs> Look, an acorn! <laughs> A farmer goes, acorn? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Calloway is at the top of the podium and uh, says he makes his way up top, gets to the front, looks over the crowd and says, Before we talk about the subject of the cows, I'd like to touch on this graffiti problem first. I assure you, my town, we are close to catching those damn bandits that keep doing this. I'm afraid this time not only did they defile our town, but our town shaman Francis Delay has gone missing. We suspect the bandits took him, but we have no clues yet. Please pass on any information to me, and I'll do my best to bring him home. I'm sure we're all gonna miss our town's pastor. Did he say breast? <laughs> you, you whisper that to Nigel? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Bobby. Oh my God, he's so good. So good. Hey, hey, Nigel. Yes, Poppy. Uh, are you by any chance the bandit? <laughs> Poppy, of course I'm not the bandit. Uh, yeah, silly me, silly me. Anyway. We uh, are the bandits. We uh, did this last night, Poppy. Uh, <laughs> this is what makes Frank so great. You did all of that with us. What? Yes, you don't remember? No. You must remember something from last night, Poppy. Uh, I remember... A bridge? Yes, and we shit on the orphans, Poppy. And the, the sick shaman. orphans. Yes, the pig shit shaman. He's pig shits now, Poppy. They're not gonna find him. The kid touches now and it's a pig shit. Oh, God. Yes, we... What have I gotten myself uh, into? It's okay, Poppy. We overdosed him. He passed out. He had a heart attack. This is okay. He deserved it. 
Yeah, we take pranks too far sometimes, but let's listen to the town hall meeting, okay? How are you feeling right now? Just out of curiosity. Clustered. As, my, as a DM to player, what's feeling? Like, how do you feel about Poppy's personality right now? I mean, not necessarily about Poppy's personality, but, but more so how she feels about the chickens. I'm very unsure about the chickens now. <laughs> do I want to stand up for them or do I not want to? <sighs> okay, so the town hall meeting begins. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to explain the mechanics to you real quick. The player is going to get one D100 roll, okay? Mm. And from there, each topic won or lost gets a roll to either Jesse Calloway's side or Poppy's. In layman's terms, to be you debating Jesse Calloway if you so choose, you know? So uh, if you do debate him and you win or lose, then whoever wins gets an extra D100, and at the end we're going to total up all D100s, and the winner is going to have the most. So you could roll one D100 and beat four D100s if you just keep rolling tens, you know? Mm -hmm. But that's the mechanics. So uh, Jesse Calloway says, uh, after talking about the missing pastor, he goes back on and says, Which brings us to a final matter. We all need to discuss the bovine in the room. Banning the consumption of beef. We all know that I talked to a cow. My trusted town, I'm so ever grateful that you believe me and respect me so much. Now I have, for one, noticed a large decrease in negativity and overall chaos in our town since the first cow spoke. Does anyone object? Uh, I object, sir. Ma'am, in the third row. Uh, yep, and I'll stand up. What do you have to say? We accept all opinions here. We are accepting town, even to strangers. What have you say? Um, I've only been here for two days, and I don't know about how your violence has gone up or gone down um, from before that, but I've seen some pretty mischievous things. Uh, as you said that, Nigel whispers and he goes, Yes, Poppy, ever since we talked to the cows, this was about a week ago, we cut down on the pranks. Just so you know, we have been cutting down on pranks, but last night was a celebratory night. And <laughs> the pastor goes, Well, the new woman here might be a little bit correct, if we're all being honest. So technically, wouldn't it mean that since you talked to the cow, it's actually gone down? It has gone down a little bit. and that's So your original statement was... Incorrect. No, my original statement was saying that the the chaos in the town has gone down since we talked to the cows, meaning that the cows, since talking, have been lower in the violence and chaos in town. It's almost as if they are trying to tell us something, as in, once they talk, an angelic figure is now here reducing the chaos. Or you can interpret it as the cows are blackmailing you into not eating them. By reducing the violence. Okay. Roll a DC 14. Persuasion check. 15. Well, I have to say, she makes a good point, people. What say my town? And uh, he goes, uh, anyone who agrees, say aye and raise your hand in the air. And the majority of people in the town go, I, as they all agree that this could definitely be blackmail from the cows. But he goes on to say, Jesse Calloway does, that's a good point from a new person in town, but we have to continue on 
Because there's more points to get to that says cows are still good people. We need to give everyone a voice here. Cows, in general, are peaceful creatures by nature. And vegetarians at heart. Why are we eating creatures who harms nobody? We need to not eat the beef. We need to not eat vegetarian creatures. They're nice creatures, regardless of anything. That's what I see with this. Does anybody object? <laughs> and no one objects, and so the crowd says, "Yeah, that, I mean, sense. not eating vegetarian cream." And Nigel's like, "Poppy, this was a good time for you to influence him to debates against the cows." Nigel, that would have gone into your favor them eating you. Yes, but we talked about. Oh, never mind. Okay, whatever, whatever, Poppy. Uh, Jesse Calloway goes on. He says, "I'm glad we can all agree, civilly. Personally, I spoke to a cow." It was a short, hilarious joke after a long, hard day of work. And with only a few seconds, the cow was efficient enough to brighten my day. Cows are geniuses, I tell you, geniuses, okay? Who objects? Does anybody not agree with that statement? Has anyone else ever been in like... I wouldn't say they're geniuses. Ma'am at the front. Sorry about that. Uh, I wouldn't say that they're geniuses. Ma'am, I've never had one person here brighten my day... In such a short time period with such a great joke after a long hard day of work. Uh, well, I would I'm consider sorry. that a genius move to make. I- I'm sorry that your life is is so sad. Oh, it's not sad. It's just hard work. I could brighten your day with a joke. Okay. Well, go for it. Okay. How do you get two chickens to fight? How? You egg them on. Roll a flat-out charisma check. Beat a 15 with straight charisma, and you'll get the crowd to laugh. I have zero charisma. That's okay. You can still get it. The odds are against me. Four. There's a few laughs in the crowd, but no one really... Jesse Calloway is at the front, and he's like... You can see he's a little bit like, I don't know how to handle this. And he's like, well... I'm still gonna go on the fence and say cows are geniuses, okay? <laughs> no offense, Pop. No offense, madam. But the cow just... Maybe it was a, you know, contextual, ma'am. The cow did it at the perfect time. Maybe this time it was off for you. But the cow did it at such a good time, it just brightened my day. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give the mayor that one. Uh-huh. The mayor has two D100s now, and you have one. Mm-hmm. And the mayor goes on to speak more. He says... The mushrooms that grow on the cow patties, in my opinion, are a portal to God himself. Thus pushing the fact that these are angelic beasts of love, not burden. These cow patty mushrooms have been so spectacular at helping some of the villagers with certain symptoms like anxieties and PTSDs. What kind of earthly medicine do we have nowadays that can do something as such? Does anyone disagree? Penicillin! Oh, ma'am at the front? Oh, I'm sorry. You asked um, if there was anything on this earth that could help out more than mushrooms, you say? Um, penicillin. Well, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know what that word means. And does it grow from some kind of animal excrement? It does, in fact. It grows from um, cow milk. Really? Yeah, from cheese. Uh, ma'am, I've never heard of this penicillin thing, but... Well, you see, um, as part of our symbiotic relationship with cows and animals, 
we get to use their, uh, as you so call, excrement um, when they are having surplus amounts of it and we can um, process it into something that benefits both of us. And on one of these items is something that is mold. You know, the green stuff that will grow on food that's left out. What I'm going to do for you on this one, because you as Poppy, a 16-year-old fairy, uh-huh. uh, I'm going to have... Who's trained in herbalism? Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, so Mayor Jesse Calloway looks at you and says, Ma'am, the claims that you're making right now are quite spectacular. We do have cheese, and we do have old cheese. You're telling me that you can extract some kind of health potion from this cheese that can be used on our sick. This is what you're telling me. Yes, sir. Well, this meeting will have to be adjourned because I'm going with Poppy and we're going to figure that I'm your mayor and I put my people first. So, is, is the town hall okay with me leaving with Poppy to go test this whole cheese predicament out? And the... As an added benefit, I could just teach you all how to make this um, heal-all, and we can continue on with the meeting. You'll get it regardless. He points out in the crowd two guys. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? Two women. He says, the two doctors of our village, will you come please follow with me? We're going to go test this whole theory that Poppy has. Uh, everybody just sit tightly. This can't be, uh, this can't be too long, right? Um, actually, it'll probably take about a week. He, the two doctors that are standing up stop, and he's like, Man, we don't have a week. We're all gathered here together now. We, we, we'll take what you have to say, and we'll test it soon, but we gotta deal with issues right now, okay? If that makes sense to you. Yep, that's what I was saying to begin with, is that we should continue on with this meeting, and I'll show you how to make the medicine later. Well, I think that's going to have to do. And uh, I'm going to chalk that one up to a neutral. Okay. <laughs> so he has... You have one. And then he has... Two. Two. Thank you. And uh, so he goes on and says, uh, So this town meeting has been going on about the cows. I think we all have a decent opinion. No one else in this crowd has been really talking too much about points besides the new Madam Stranger in the third row here. Uh, miss, will you please put yourself up? You've made a big impact here. Will you introduce yourself to our town? Hi! I'm Poppy! It's nice to meet you all. You hear, like, little, like, hello. Like, hi. Hi! Would you please explain? You've made a big difference in some of the opinions here, and I'd just like you to give your chance to the crowd to let them know who's really making an argument. Everybody has a fair voice. Everybody knows just about everyone in this small town. I think it's only fair that the stranger in town gets a fair voice and a fair opinion about who's been talking here. That's very diplomatic of you, and I'm happy to help out, help you guys solve your situation. Um, I'm Poppy, and I was going to say I speak for the chickens, but that's kind of rooting out the chickens. Don't say you speak for the chickens, Poppy. Don't say it. We need to keep it secret. We don't want to be exposed. They will worship us, Poppy. I'm Poppy, and I'm here to help. Roll a DC 15 persuasion check. 15. Oh, you got another D100. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you, as you say that, the crowd looks at you, and they're like, wow, you know what? I think she really is here to help. You know, they get a good opinion, and Mayor Jesse Calloway says, 
Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, just a stranger getting through town that wants to help us. That's, you know, it, what can we say about that except, thank you, Poppy. You're welcome. And so Mayor Jesse Calloway really kind of situates himself on the podium and he says, Now the time of voting has come. If anybody who wants to ban beef from our town, would you please put your hand in the air and say aye? I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll two D one hundreds to see what percentage of the people I totally thought this was gonna go on for way longer. Okay, the first roll is a ninety. Yeah, of course it is. And a thirty. Oh. So that is one twenty. So one twenty total. Yeah. You have to beat one hundred and twenty on your die. You can do this. Oh, 10. Oh no, I don't <laughs> think you can do it now. Let's see. I don't. I can't do it now. Thirty. Oh no. So, the majority of town raises their hands when, the mass majority, like, there's 10% of the town that doesn't raise their hand. Yep. <laughs> when Jesse Callaway says, would, the, would everybody in town please raise a hand and say aye for the proposition of banning beef consumption in the town? And 90% of the crowd says aye. And he goes, well, I think that clearly establishes that we are banning the consumption and trading and usage of beef in this town as cows are now officially intelligent and equal citizens of this beautiful location in the world. And he slams the gavel down as it adjourns the final fact. And Nigel's like, oh fuck, oh fuck. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Poppy, he whispers to you and says, this is going to be very bad for the chickens. Please, will you keep me safe for this moment? I am so scared that we're going to get figured out. And Mayor Jesse Calloway says, Now, I must say this banning of beef is going to be quite different on the consumption of food products in our town. I think we're also very, very not opposed to upping the consumption of a certain white meat that we all love here in town. Going by the name of poultry. Oh. Everybody in the town agrees on this, correct? Objection, sir! Ma'am in the front, again, what do you have to say? Hello, Mr. Calloway, Poppy again. Um, I'd just like to tell you that, um, I assume you're talking about chickens? We are talking about chickens. We have a large livestock that we've been rationing pretty well up to this point, but now with the ban of beef... We're going to have to up our consumption without letting our people go hungry by eating that poultry. Well, sir, um, where I do think you should use the meat that you have already killed, because that would be a waste if you didn't eat it, regardless if it's poultry or beef. We agree. Um, I'd just like you to know that um, chickens are, in fact, smarter than cows are, and they are so much smarter than cows that they are actually on the same level of intelligence as three-year-old toddler human beings. So, by eating this poultry, you are in fact eating a three-year-old child. Like Owen, except smarter. Owen, who is three years into his age, who has learned things like colors and numbers and the ABCs. I'm gonna have you roll with advantage. <laughs> A persuasion. And you. St I just want to remind you, because it's worth noting, that you still have inspiration from the last door. I do. Yeah, I just want you to know. And 
because this is Jesse Calloway, I'm going to have you roll a high... He's an understanding man, but this is a high thing to stop him from banning on his town. So if you can beat with an advantage, an 18 of persuasion, you will successfully convince him. Okay. Or... Well, that one didn't beat it. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm going to have to try to bring that inspiration oh, in. Can... I was two away on the first roll. So, what you can do, if you want to use your inspiration, mm -hmm. is you can either use it to roll one extra time oh, yeah. for another advantage, or you can roll a d6 to add to your roll. So, what was your second roll? My first roll was a 16. Okay, and you need to beat an 18. So, yeah. if you roll a d6... And you get anything higher than a two, you will successfully. I'll do that. Okay. Four. Oh my God! Jesse Callaway looks you dead in the eyes and says, "Ma'am, what you're telling me, you're saying so confidently that I'm sure that you're telling me a fact right now, and I don't disagree with you. But me and you have to convince the town people." May I suggest an alternate food source? Ma'am, come up here on the podium with me, please. You got it. I'm, I'm right up to the podium. Uh, hello everyone. Uh, uh, hi, I'm Poppy. It's nice to see you all again. Hello, Poppy. Hi. 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 Um, while I respect your decisions up here, and I thoroughly respect your decision to um stop eating cows because I think every life is uh worth saving, including those of animals. Um, and just as so, um, chickens. Um. They're intelligent creatures, and I would like you guys to consider alternate food sources of, um, fruits and vegetables. You hear one man in the back say, A fucking chicken shit on my baby's head. How do you expect me to be okay with calling these animals intelligent when I had a chicken shit on my baby Owen's face? Well, you see, sir, um, chickens have this social order that's called a pecking order in which um, higher dominated chickens like to assert domina dominance upon lesser inferior of what they think um, minded beings. So as such, if a chicken is the intelligence of a three-year-old child, it was probably shitting on your child because you're Owen's father, correct? That's right. Hello. Good to see you again, sir. Well, it was probably because this chicken was um, trying to make sure Owen knew his place so he wouldn't rise above him in the pecking order. And you expect me to be okay with that load of information? You expected it to be okay that this intelligent creature shit on my baby's face? Well, I expect you not to um, decimate the entire poultry population just because of it are you that's a good point are you assuming that if um you spilled your drink on me that i could now kill your entire family okay roll with advantage a lot of persuasion on this um roll with advantage be a dc 14 16 okay yeah i'm, I'm sure you're kind of right i Everybody, I just want to say sorry. I, I got a bit of a temper. Um, let me just sit back down and you guys go on with your speeches. As a solution for the future, maybe we could all go around wearing hats so then the chickens can't poop on our foreheads and instead they can poop on the brim of our hats. Jesse Callaway chimes in and he's like, I think that might be just a marvelous idea. Everybody in here say aye if they support it. Um, I'm going to have another <laughs> D100 roll just in case. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to have you roll with advantage. For the D100? Yeah, basically okay. a D20. It's fine. Yeah. So roll a D20. So I'm going to roll mine then first. And I'm only going to do one roll. And I rolled a 16. Okay. So you roll twice and add it together. 13. Okay. Oh, and add them. 11. Okay, so you beat it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the crowd, the mass majority of the crowd, roughly like 15% is like not raising their hands, but most of the crowd says, I. Jesse Callaway gets on the mic and says, well, I, I think it might be worth to give the new comma in this village a round of applause. Don't you think, everyone? She did quite a good job at uh, convincing us otherwise of our ways. So... Here's my gavel swinging down to the official banning of all chicken and beef from our town. And he slams his gavel, gavel on the podium, and the crowd claps. Just as a pointer, um, tofu and mushrooms make a good meat substitute. Also, you can get your hands on the elusive jackfruit. It makes a nice uh, poultry substitute. Nigel flies over onto your shoulder, and he's like, he whispers into your ear, Poppy, that was so good. I was so, so worried that they were going to go on a chicken killing spree. Good job, Poppy. And Jesse Calloway says, Well, that was a fantastic meeting. I'm so proud of you people in my town. This went wonderful. Poppy, will you please exit the door and show me and my doctors how to do this whole thing you call penicillin? You got it, sir. Everybody, please make way. Poppy's coming through. Let's give her a round of applause as she leaves that door. And they clap as they make way for you to leave. Thanks, everyone. I, I was just doing my part. I was just doing what any one of you could definitely do had you given the, the thought to do so. Okay. And you make your way through the crowd, and everybody's, like, pretty stoked about it. And as you open the door, you walk in and see outside land, but then everything cuts out. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> You come to in a completely new area. You feel a light breeze and warm sun on your skin. A beautiful, lush landscape is in front of you that reminds you of fantasies you once had in your dreams. Smooth, flowing rivers run through green meadows with daisies on the side, flowers sprouting with big grassy hills sweeping in the distance. A lake stands out in your eye with the sky reflecting off of the surface. A humble cabin sits on the shore of the lake with a young man at the door waving to you as he's cutting wood with an axe. A face you easily recognize as your childhood crush, Darwin Stampler, a young male fairy you went to school with growing up. He's wearing a pair of tattered jeans with no shirt and a large sweat glistened chiseled chest with a minor sprinkle of chest hair. He's got a thin shaved head and five o'clock shadow. He sees you and says, Poppy, there you are. I hope you had fun berry picking. Why don't you come inside? Dinner will be ready shortly. <sighs> Darwin Stampler. And that is where we will leave off. So if you guys made it this far, once again, thank you so much. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to our podcast. Uh, if you want to tell us you like the podcast or tell us you know any critiques or what you liked, contact us on Instagram. My Instagram tag is chipskylark43. And you can find me at Melibu 2 uh, She doesn't post much, but if she starts getting a following, I assure you, she will uh, at least post a photo of, what, Poppy fan art? <laughs> Maybe, I'll try. Send her Poppy fan art, and she will definitely post it. 
Yeah, it's Malibu too. We're yeah. good. <laughs> you imagine all your high school friends seeing nothing but Poppy fan art? Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. Guys, <laughs> if you're listening, make it happen because that would be so hilarious. <laughs> and embarrassing. No, it's cool. Okay, thanks. Bye. I'm so fucking cute, bitch. I'm so fucking cute. Attitude abusive. But I'm so fucking cute.